the following section takes place before the rest of the explorers met on Broke Mast. It's been it's been a couple of days since you ran away from your home, I guess if that's what you could call it. You are in the border desert town of what are you doing in that area? Oh Right now, um, just contemplating, uh, what I want to do, um, I just ran away from someone I just, who has just full-on betrayed me, and, you know, and now I'm just thinking, all I want to do is just punish her. I don't want to kill her, of course, because that's just too far. Um, I just... I'll show her by I can be just as good as she is. So I'm lo- looking for I'm going to be looking for business. All right. See if there's anyone in need of services. Not nothing sexual, but entertainment services. I'll look at taverns and bars. Tomsvale is a rather small town. Basically, it's a stop on the road more than anything. The bar is rather apparent. So I could make some quick coin, you know, for a night, if not, you know, forever. (laughs) You make some quick coin playing as you're trained to and, like, giving a performance and singing and all that good stuff. And as a part of your payment, the tavern keeper gives you room and board for the night. Excellent. It's a rather nice bed for what it is. It's not, like, it's not what you were used to or... It's not like it doesn't have the tatami mass of home or anything like that. It'll do. For now. You have a restful night, but as you wake up, you are aware that you're not in the bed you fell asleep in. You wake up to the sound of someone playing a harp. Okay. As you look around. So, the room you wake up in, there's a tatami mat on the floor, and when you look to one wall, there's a big painting of, like, the inside of a tea house. It looks realistic at first, but you can tell it's a painting as you look further on. And on the other side is a large velvet curtain, as if it was on, it was covering, like, the part of the stage that faced the audience. Oh. Looking down, you see a very handsome tiefling playing the harp. And an older woman behind a desk, just with her hands steepled as she's waiting for you to get up. I observe the tiefling playing the harp. Is there any other instruments nearby him? There are not any instruments by him. Okay. I listen closely to the music. Now he has to make a performance roll, so... I'm sure you could do better if you kicked him out of his seat, but it's a a nice. Okay, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not going on performance. I'm just um, for me, I'm kind of thinking this might be this might be my audition. This might because I don't want to get a reputation as a violent person. So I listen to the music. I try to pick up a beat, and I will start dancing. Make me a performance check. Uh, 15. You start dancing very well to the beat. The tiefling seems surprised, but he keeps up the perf- he keeps up the tune, and the woman just laughs. 
has a chuckle as you are dancing to this tune, like, just what's supposed to be a soothing tune, just to keep people calm, which is weird considering what is happening. It's nothing. It's nothing to gain. It's nothing to rouse. It's. It is. It, it is a. It's a just. It's just a dance. It will put people. It, like it's not going to put people in a trance unless you want it to. It, but it's nothing to. It's, it's nothing very exciting. It's. I. I. I if, unless the beats up. Unless the dance is uh, or the song is upbeat. Yeah, you know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I ain't. I ain't twerking. I ain't flossing. Yeah, it's the floss is a traditional tiefling dance. That's really <laughs> the woman claps slowly and motions for you to join her at a chair you didn't see before you started dancing. Thank you. I wasn't expecting to audition so soon. <laughs> oh, it was very enlightening, child. And this is less an audition than it is an offer. She produces a deck of cards. You have a very troubled destiny, child. Used as a puppet whose strings are cut. No kidding. You're very observant, or something else. <laughs> My mistress has given me many gifts, and I am here to pass an opportunity to you. A chance for discovery. Hopefully this uh, is um, lucrative. If you succeed, it will be most lucrative. She puts a card down on the table. Or she puts three cards down on the table, and then a fourth, like, away from you, so... Face down? They're all face down currently, so three in front of you, and then a fourth away. She turns the first, fa first face up, and it's clearly, like, an image of a devil. In the lost continent to the south, there is a golden city which shines brightly with treasures, riches, and promises. But it is the shadows you will seek, for looking into the shadows will help you learn yourself. Interesting. I'm not used to going on such adventures, but... As you say, a lucrative opportunity is hard to pass up. She turns the next card face up, and it is a picture of a chariot and a man riding in it. And, like, the chariot is just red with wings like a hawk coming off of it. Oh. <laughs> Am I supposed to play in the love of my life on this journey? <laughs> you might, but I am not promising anything, young Rosemallow. But there is a ship two days south of here, if you hurry. That will ferry you to the city of Gate, where you can begin your journey. Look for the man with the red hair and the ship with the red wings. Ship with the red wings. Right. Is he the one that told you my name? She gives a chuckle. Um... Uh, I I looked. I'm I, is, I'm guessing the tiefling is still playing the harp. Yes. Hmm. I'm just looking over at him, just thinking. You have a very talented uh, gentleman there as well. Might he be able to join us? I'm afraid everyone must stay with me in this room. Except me. What? Oh no, except everyone his, is his name. The name he took. 
Everyone is his name. Yes. <laughs> I suppose. I bet he got teased a lot. <laughs> and But you will have allies. She flips the third card over, and it's a picture of a skull. You may find aid among the ruins of a dead god's devoted in the ruins of Odok. Ooh. Quite a powerful name, sounds like. Would I recognize any of that, just in case? Um, make me a history check. Okay. Uh, not really. Nine. I think you know enough that, like, the continent to the south is Sard, and it's just, like, it very dangerous, lost thousands, lost to most civilizations thousands of years ago. Okay, well... So I'm going. I'm going, supposed to go on this ship to this land of this dead god. Sounds like fun. I've entertained older gentlemen before, and older women. It'd be interesting to see uh, how much entertainment I can get from those that are no longer living. And this final god, she picks up the one that's behind, turns it over. And it has the same embroidering as it, but it's a blank card. Oh. How mysterious. Yes, this shows what's in your heart. Do you see the suit? Of course. Roll me a deception. Unless... Rose my left hand. Oh. Uh-oh. 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 Something turned off. Come on. Okay, am I back? <laughs> I see. I could see. Yes. Uh, my deception. I uh, I, I rolled nineteen. Then you are more self-aware than most who visit my room. Yeah, and and I'll be honest. Like looking at it, I I see it's blank. I'm not trying to deceive. I'm just saying okay. And I I, I see who I am. I'm like that oh. makes that makes sense right now. She gives you the fourth card. This might serve you well in the future if you reach the shiny city of Dacina. Dacina. Well, I must say that uh, you're passing up an opportunity not taking me, but as you say, you've given me such an opportunity. How can I pass that up? <laughs> Don't worry, Rosemallow. I'm sure we will meet again. Indeed. So, when do we leave? As you say that, you hear a knock that's coming. There's no doors that it be coming from in the room. Do you look for it? Uh, I don't. You'll leave when you're ready. I and everyone stay in here. And the knock ha happens again. You might want to get that. I think it's for you, honey. Now I look for it. <laughs> As you look for it, the sun hits your eyes and you wake up in the same ratty old bed you fell asleep in. Hey. Sun's up. Ah. Check out time soon. One moment, one moment. Just stretching my body around, just getting ready. And, uh, just not used to see leaping and, uh, you know, there. I just get myself ready, 
and I go head myself out the door. As you're checking through your items, like getting everything ready, you do find like a blank card from the deck that's just tucked in among your possessions. I'll look at it for a moment. I'm guessing I still see a blank uh, card. Actually, make me a wisdom check. Yeah, five. Alright, yeah, you, you still see a blank card. I just look at it and think... <laughs> we'll see where this takes me. I put it back in any kind of pocket or bag I might have, and... Uh, I, I go out, I tip, uh, I slightly tip the uh, bartender a little bit of... Uh, a, a small thing of gold. And then I'll um, go ahead and um, head out and look for the the ship. And like you said, it is like a day or two to the south. And when you get there, you do find a man with red hair claiming to be the leader of a group called the Red Wings. His He introduces himself as Voral Vorkostat. How do we spell that? Who, who knows? <laughs> okay. Well, Volk, hello. Hello! How can I help you, miss? Well, I am... I'm looking for passage to Sard. Did you willing well, to take someone like me there? Well, it just so happens that we are going to Sard. We're going to Brokemass, right off Sard, and our cook fell ill recently. Might you be able to prepare food on our journey? Oh, honey, I am very good at preparing food. We can take you as far as Brokemast, and then let you find your way from there. Let's go then. And if you ever want any other forms of entertainment, please let me know. I can't cook all the time, after all. I'll keep that in, t in mind, Miss... Rosemallow. Rosemallow, it is good to meet you. The pleasure is all mine. That evening, the Red Wing ship sets off, and... You get to the, you make it safely to the port of Brokemast, where you get a ferry to Gate, and you are on the continent of Sard. Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Search for the Lost City of Darcina, a Dice Fiend's fifth edition adventure. Previously, our heroes had a ferocious encounter with a monster whose breath weapon was claws for alarm. Now that our heroes have parted ways with the Revenant, what could possibly happen? Cat pun. As y'all walk down the path towards maybe certain doom, who knows? It's fine. Don't worry about it. You're walking down the path for another few hours as it's getting dark. Until you reach a sign that says entering is a sign that's the freshest thing about this area, but it's still old and twisted. You're entering the ruins of Odok. Turn back. Let's keep going. What she said. The professor's like, well, I suppose we are. We did come here for a reason. Is the sign on a wooden post? The sign is on a wooden post. Is there anything immediately dangerous in the area? 
Well, you all can make me a perception check. That would be a good idea, apparently. Let's see. Natural 20. Well. Oh, damn. We all know how this ended last time when I started out that well. <laughs> True. <laughs> a lot of frustration. It's great. Everything always ends great. What is, what, what is the terrain like? The terrain is slowly growing swampy as you make your way into the ruins. The vines that were once green have become gnarled and black with thorns covering them. Oh boy. Oh, some glorious uh, stuff right there. I hate swamps. Yeah, A lot of so... amazing animals, though. Holy shit. Also got an at 20. Alright, so... Willa and Isabel got nat twenties. What did Polly get? Um, twelve. Aren't you supposed to be our guide or something? <laughs> Too busy bitching about the swamp. <laughs> Don't know what, what to tell you. <laughs> did not roll well. <laughs> this is a part of the continent, like people just don't come to even the people who are veterans and like could have walked over every other square inch if you don't need to go to odok's ruins you don't okay gotcha okay so for perception you're is polly is look looking out for the dangers of like animals yeah, sneaking like up on you she immediate threats and stuff like that but Willa and Isabel, as you're passing, you see two bundles of clothes sitting on the side of the road. Um, I'm gonna go up to those. Alright. They are neatly bundled, maybe in kind of a sack. And they seem to have a person's just common possessions in them. Poke it with my Wait, toe, does it move? It does not move. I don't know why, but I'm terrified of this bundle of clothes. <laughs> um, do I notice anything around us? Is there, like, a trail going off from the clothes or anything like that? They look mostly filled in. But there's indentations of footprints, like, going further into the swamp. Like, just bare feet. It looks like it would have happened about an hour ago. Uh, what size do the clothes look to be? Or do I need to interact with them to get a better picture? Um, if you, oh, if you can look at them, they are about the size of a medium humanoid. Okay, so a full-grown medium humanoid, though? They're within the expected ranges of an adult. And there's two sets. There are two sets. Are they commoners' clothes? Do they look like they're any particular type, like fishermen's clothes that we're looking They at? look like hunters' clothes. You can... I'll roll me a history check if you wish to know more about this. Oh, that's gonna be bad. Sure. 17. Uh, 9. Ooh. Glorious. 13. Alright, so 17 and 13. You know that when druids shapeshift, their gear melds into them. But you know that lycanthropes, people who turn into beasts, if they have control over the power, they'll often strip and hide their clothes or put their clothes down on the road before they shift. So all their gear doesn't get torn up. What's the time of day? It is getting closer to evening. 
what what's uh do we know what the moonage is? The trees are currently blocking overhead, so I would have to y'all would have to roll in nature to try and remember what the phase of the moon was. <laughs> Polly, please. Oh no! This is not a good one for me. No, I rolled crap, and I'm dumb. Um. Oh. No nine. Oh, so so did I. Polly, why are you so dumb? You don't know what the phase of the moon is, but full moons really only matter because it'll force the shift, the lightning throat to change. You know that much. If someone's aware they're a werewolf, they can will themselves to change. They'll just be stronger and more vicious under the full moon. Odds are, either you- we should move away from these. Put those down. Drops close. <laughs> we need to either. We need to be very quiet. Do, do y'all think we should climb a tree or something? Why, why in the world would we climb that, a tree? That help? Werewolves. I mean, it works when you have coon dogs chasing after you. What? Never mind, I don't want to know. Um, I'm going to watch very carefully all around us, and I'm going to prepare to cast a spell if I see anything Coming towards us. And I would like to arm my short bow. Alright. And y'all move quietly up the trail. We would like to stealthily move up the trail, yes. Alright. Oh my god, Polly, don't fail me, you dexterous little minx. Uh, just a straight stealth check. Just a straight stealth check. Six. Literally has nothing that can possibly clang on her, and she still makes noise. She can float. Literally, I can fly ten feet, and I'm still making noise somehow. You're at you're just humming along as you go a little bit to yourself. <laughs> just juggling my snowballs, you know. <laughs> Polly, you are a shadow warrior Ooh, within this jungle. You are. The Jungle Batman. Oh yeah, Balthazar too. I'm about to find out. <laughs> Nine. Oh god. Nine. Okay. Not bad for a giant badger. Willa, Malaxi are doing decently. It's the drunken sway. I can't put it away. Isabel is juggling her snowballs as y'all are just walking along. She's just trying to keep her magic up and ready. Balthazar's trying to catch them. One of your snowballs falls out of your hands, hits Balthazar in the head. Balthazar goes, Aah! And the princess goes, Oh, are, are you alright, Balthazar? <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Didn't exactly mean to do that. Give me a highs or lows, Polly. Highs. You pause for a second. You do not hear anything in the jungle. <sighs> okay. We're gonna keep going. But you need to stop juggling. <laughs> Belthazar. <laughs> I love you, but shut up. <laughs> <laughs> And Professor, I will tape your mouth shut. 
Then be quiet. Uh, okay, I'll be, I'll be quiet. Now. And I'm gonna, like, do really stupid stealth, like, Mission Impossible signals with, like, my elbow on my hand and, like, signaling with my fingers forward. Alright. I need everyone who's not Polly to roll me a wisdom check. <laughs> That's a 19 plus nothing. So a 19. You can understand vaguely what she's trying to do. 11. Kind of. Oh, the professor (laughs) knows. He gives you a thumbs up. And Malagsy also knows. He gives you a thumbs up. Yeah, the professor would have said, Oh, this is just like those... Mission Impossible plays they put on. Slap my hand over his mouth. No, he would have said that, but he is being quiet. Good professor. Under Polly's careful guidance, you travel a few hours. Are y'all talking about anything? Are you discussing anything? Can you, like, make water forever with those snowballs? Like, you could just always have margaritas? Um, margaritas, you you might... I suppose there's always... It's magic. It's not water, exactly. It's magic. Is it, like, Uh, bad to eat? I don't know. I haven't actually tried. Although my sister once, when I created a little snow flurry, did catch the snowflakes on her tongue, so I suppose it's fine. I don't know why you'd want to. <laughs> cool. Margaritas yes, forever. Um, I would have loved that. Alright. Going to like move a little ahead so that I'm walking beside the professor, kind of like. Margaritas, really, Polly? That's where your mind went? I'm ashamed. Think of the yeah. tea. You can make tea all you want. So, Polly, how did you get to live here on this island? continent, really. Flunked out of vet school. Didn't know where else to go. That's fair, I suppose. Fantasy vet school can be very hard. I don't know why I call it fantasy vet school. We are in the real world. It was like a fantasy at first, so... So, you're walking along, you come to the ruins of an old, old settlement. It was here before the fall of Sard. It's called Stony Brook. It's here the path mostly ends. You see several misshapen lumps of rock. Upon a closer inspection, you realize they are dead dwarfs who have petrified over the years and then been worn down by the elements. Because in this world, dwarfs turn to stone instead of rotting. In the center of the town, you you all see a cart with a coffin on top of it and a metal plaque on top of that coffin. I'm going to ready my short bow and carefully ready my fist. approach the coffin without touching it. <laughs> I feel that we're all very, very overly careful right now. So who approaches the coffin? Polly. I do. 
you see the coffin is about the size of a medium female and as you do you get up onto the wagon to read what's on the plaque I will Isabel you see your name your birth date and then today's date on the coffin I jump down rather quickly and take about two or three steps away from it yeah that's fair what it say? Um, you look at it. All right, can you? Can you All right, do you look at it? Wagon. Okay. <laughs> Give her a bump, a boost up. <laughs> Easy up there. Uh, I look at it. Okay. You look at it. You see the name Isabel Criestale. Her birth date, and then today's date. Oh, you didn't clarify that it said that. You just said my name. <laughs> Isabel Creus. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when the DM drops a plot point. Right? <laughs> no one knows what that means. Uh, do I know check. what that means? I'm gonna, do I have to make a history check for that? Yeah, make me a hard history check. You're a yeah. hermit. So at disadvantage? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just going to be harder. Oh, well, I mean, I already rolled crap for that so all right what did you roll 13 there's no way no yeah you're like hmm that is your name <laughs> oh wait 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 yeah no sorry i got confused it's fine never mind i didn't yeah look at my i think notes. that's your name i, I thought you said something different for a second scratch that never mind <laughs> i actually i just i just had never given my last name that's yeah. why yeah you see the name isabel Amanda's entire story laid out. <laughs> Isabel <laughs> was born. <laughs> this is her backstory. This is oh, her dark boy. secret. Just a <laughs> random coffin in the woods. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Surrounded by stone yeah, yeah. dwarves. Not creepy at all. What do you see? Uh, your name. Alright, that's one thing I thought. Never mind. Um, it's weird. I thought perhaps it was enchanted. Well... Can I scan our surroundings and see if I notice anything? Yes, make me a perception check. 16. You see in your surroundings, you feel the, you smell a, a faint scent of accurate smoke, as if someone's cooking something terrible. And if Isabel calls your attention to it, everyone else knows it, notices it too, as the smoke just drifts into the village somewhere from the east. Do, do I recognize the smell at all, or just... You do not recognize the smell. Perhaps we shouldn't stay here. Personally, I would rather not stay where my coffin is residing. Yeah. Does anyone want to open a coffin? Um, I was about to say... No! <laughs> Don't. Let's, let's get out of here. Nobody touch the coffin. I mean, I have mage hand. I could use that, I suppose, if you really want to see what's inside of it, but I'm standing right here, so what possibly could be inside of it? I don't know if I want to know that answer. Uh, that's, that's a, that's a good question, and that's kind of what I'm a little bit curious about. You don't know what could be inside there. It could be, like, ghouls or something. Oh, it could be now. Is the plaque attached to the coffin? <laughs> Thanks! The plaque is attached to the coffin, but you could pry it off. 
and the coffin's just bare. It's not like, is it like a... Could I tell if it's dwarven or elven made or anything like that? It seems like a simple wooden coffin made from the trees of your homeland. Of my homeland? Yes. From the place you grew up in, so yeah. 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 Why would they be all the way out here? What was that? What do we want to do? We're getting out of here. Definitely agree with that one. I believe we were going that way. She says, I cast Mage Hand and I'm going to open the coffin. Directions. Alright. You open the coffin, it oh, opens, yeah. and inside there is a simple wooden box. It, nothing, no one's inside. Why would there be? Um, I'll use Mage Hand to remove the box. Rem- no, like, it's just a simple wooden, oh. the coffin's the box. Yeah, okay, sorry. I thought you said I, it meant like there's a box inside the box. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sorry, no, there's, there's not a box inside the box, I misspoke. What? So it's just an empty coffin. Just an empty Basically. coffin. Basically. It's not ominous at all. No, not... Nope. Look, it's just a prank or something. I don't know. There's probably Faye around here thinking it's funny. I'm going to pry the uh, the plaque off using Mage Hand if I can. I don't know if I can. It takes a, it takes a minute or two, but the Mage Hand does, is able to just snap the plaque off eventually, and now you have a metal plaque bearing your birth date and then today's date. With a little through symbol, so... Hey, if she dies today, you'll have a ready-made coffin. Got him. Awesome. Wonderful. Um, I'll put that in my bag and follow along. Alright. And are y'all seeking... Are y'all looking to go to the... Capital of Odok first? Or... Actually, it's getting late at night. Are you going to rest, or are you going to continue... How far until the capital? It'd probably be like... Do we think... If it's at the center of the ruins, it'll probably be about three days of walking. Oof. We should set up camp. Yeah, we're gonna need to stop and rest. And it's a swamp. Uh, what is surrounding <laughs> us? Currently? You're still in the village. You see the lumpy, rocky bodies of dwarves. You see skeletons with armor that has long degraded. Some what appear to be brass claws laying in the mud in just a ruined village. Brass claws? Can I pick one yes, of those up? Yes, so the brass claws, it fits, onto, it fits onto your wrist and it has two long brass claws that come up from your wrist used for stabbing. This looks handy. If anyone wanted to make me a history check, they could. Polly, nah. Polly and Isabel would probably have advantage. Okay, thank God. Uh, 23. Because that's a 13, so. I know things. I know. So do you put the brass claws on, Willa? Don't I do that. Do. Oh. No, no. It's Polly. Okay. Um, is it... I rolled a Isabel, dirty one, guys. You know that this brass claw given that it's age and its location it probably would have 
belong to the old orcish tribe of the Brass Claws. They were one of the largest tribes on side, and after the pillar fell down in the Dwarven King's mood, they were responsible for sacking a lot of areas. They're actually the tribe that... It's fabled that they were descended from the tribe that Grumsh one I belonged to when he was still immortal. So that is a very old orcish weapon that has kind of been lost to the ages, if as it were. I studied them for a moment and then think, I think I've read about these. Um, something about an orc tribe. I don't know if there's something you actually can use, but you're welcomed, I guess, to give them a try. Nope. Takes them off, throws them to the ground. Work good. Alright. They are a quite fine weapon if they're still in this good of quality. Yep. Yeah, it would probably be magic if it hasn't been painted through with rust. Would you like me to check and see if the. Oh, I guess not. She actually left. <laughs> She's like. Willa walks away. Nope. Willa, nope. Willa, uh, nope. Can I pick them up and look at them? <laughs> Can I pick them back up and study them for a moment? Yeah, and of course. If we're going to take... Are we going to rest here? Does it seem like it's a safe area? Can I do an, a quick... Uh, well, I mean, there's a coffin with my name on it right around the corner, but... Um, yeah, we could burn that. Well, we need it's firewood. Nearly midnight, we need so firewood. We can burn it. It's nearly midnight, so that coffin should be invalid in a few minutes. Thank you, Professor... Uh, I would like to do just like a, a quick sweep um, investigation or perception to see if it's like safe yeah, sure. to. Oh, it's that kind of day. That's a five. That's a five. It seems safe. Yeah, let's camp here. Yeah, you can get in a spot where you can see all the rows. None of the houses seem entirely together, so there might not be any zombies lurking in them. Yeah, this is, this is perfectly safe. I don't know if she's striking a pose or she just froze. No, I, I'm striking a pose. Oh, boy. Dirty one, what did you roll for? Perception? That was the history, that was the history check on the claws. You don't know anything about them. They were really neat claws, and as you put them on, his bill's like, they belong to an old orcish tribe, so... <laughs> it's always the best timing! For the podcast, this is the second time Kara's disconnected, and right after I mentioned the orcish tribe, so make of that what you will. Some backstory seeping out through <laughs> the cracks here. Ooh. We have some spiciness. Willow just Willow was Willow was so traumatized by the claw that she swooned, and we made camp around her. I was her. going to once we made camp and we kind of are secure. I wanted to see if I could do an Arcana check on, but I think that takes like ten minutes. Go for it. Over the course of an hour, you can pro- probably just identify it as you handle it. Okay. I don't play I don't play uh, casters very often. <laughs> Listeners, just saying. I'm used to just hitting crap. Well, this brass claw is a plus. It is a plus one brass claws, so it would basically take the statistics of a longsword, but it can be used by unarmed fighters. 
I'll set that aside, but like in my bag, please. Well, it's sleeping. Um, yeah, I'm going to chill out with Balthazar. Probably pick brambles and stuff out of his fur. Are you setting watches for the night? I will take first watch. Or actually, no, I'll take middle watch this time. Alright. Highs or lows? Oh, um, highs. Highs? Okay. So, as you'll sleep, you do what you want to do during the night. Take watch. In the morning, as you're waking up, whoever... Maybe the professor took the last watch. He's nudging you away. As you're waking up, you feel something in your pocket. Uh, can I is it possible for me to just like peek in my pocket without just sticking my hand in blindly yeah you can open your pocket and look okay in. I do that it seems to be a small piece of paper that wasn't there the night before mm. is anybody watching me no I would like to take the paper out and try to read it discreetly you open it up, there's no words on the paper. But you do see a child's drawing. It's a child- it's a drawing of you and your best friend. From- your imaginary best friend from when you were a child. And it's drawn as such. Polly and... Best fr- best friend's name. And it's drawn in crayon and it's dated. From- like a hundred years ago because you're old as fuck. <laughs> I'm going to crumple it up in my hand and shove uh, it back in my pocket. You shove it back in your pocket. What the fuck? Ugh. Well, that was an uneventful night. This place is haunted. What, what do you mean it's haunted? What I mean is that we have a coffin with somebody's name on it. Yes. You didn't seem terribly bothered by that last night. It's just we should just keep moving. We got a long way to go. And the less time we spend here, the better. In a village long since abandoned, our heroes find themselves haunted by unexplained happenings. What will happen now? Find out next time on Search for the Lost City of Darcina, a Dice Fiend's 5th edition adventure. The explorers are Amanda, Kiara, Dallas, and Adam. The aiming and producing is done by Eric. Track listings and relevant links for the music we use in this episode are in the show notes. Our logo was done by Ray Calidus. You can find her on Twitter at Keylegraphy Inc. or at keylegraphyinc.com. Do you like the clickety-clack of shiny math rocks? Have you ever wanted to hold a chonky boy and cast it at the table to save your character from certain doom? You can, by going to DiceEnvy.com. DiceEnvy has a wonderful selection of affordable dice that can spread a little more of that wonderful randomness in your life. Grab some wooden dice, grab some metal ones, Grab some acrylics, get infinity dice to replace the caltrops in your collection. Use the link down in the show notes to let them know we sent you. Do you like the show? 
Want to hear more of us and our shenanigans? Tell a friend about us or leave us a rating review over on your podcatcher of choice to help more people find us and expand our reach over more and more ear holes across the globe. Before I go, I just wanted to thank Samuel Marlowe for leaving us a rating review over on Podchaser. I said I would literally shout my thanks at you, but it's nighttime and I doubt the people in the apartment above me would appreciate that. So thank you, Samuel Marlowe. Your posts are invigorating and I love listening to you on Pink Mohawk Edition. But until next time, remember, don't put too many dice in dice jail, lest they have a dice rebellion. Goodbye.